This world is full of things. Curious things, unexpected things, unimportant things. We're all free to decide which things matter when presented with the chaos of every day. In the end, that's the difference between us and the noble demons. It might be our greatest strength, too. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, King Cat, and I haven't done anything terrible. I'm doing great, and nothing bad is happening. Hello, King Cat. Wow. Kirsten, is anything terrible happening? You know... Not right now. It's it's all good. It's all right. All right, all right. Great. Nick, has anything awful happened? Ever or today? Because today, no, not really. Ever? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah, fair. Very Nick answer. Very Nick answer. But today, no, today is good. Kathleen, how you doing? Doing okay. Doing okay. I am... Um... Doing my best to take stock of myself and my place in the universe or whatever. I believe in you. And here to cheer us all up with their constant antics, Dylan is with us. Hello. I am uh, now embarking on step four of my process of becoming the personification of uh, human hubris. Beautiful. (laughs) I like the alliteration. And not only the alliteration in the first, but it's the first two letters. It pleases me. (laughs) All right. Previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party returned to the monastery after having washed their Penelope. She was filthy. She was filthy. Because the Archduke keeps touching things. And when they got back, they found that the people of Dunbarrow were no exception, that a trio of youths had been touched by the Ashduke. Theo was able to cleanse them of their corruption before the ambassador, who was standing right there the whole time, did anything terrible. Speaking of the ambassador doing terrible things, once the interaction was over, she returned to the hunt with her hounds. And Theo followed. And that, I believe, is where we're at. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, you did very good. I, very, <laughs> very good decisions I, I, I am making. Oh, did he seriously, Tissa, did he seriously? Uh, uh, and here I thought we were bad. Come on, everybody, let's go. Okie doke. Tissa looks away when she is paralyzed with indecision. Her head moves back and forth a lot. And she seems to be balanced strangely, as though on the one hand trying to move forward, on the other hand trying very, very much not to do that. And I think what she says is... uh, Can we take on Mr. Sot and get? But no, he's going to go fast, but he's going to... um, Oh... Maybe we can get someone to send them another note. We're here. Actually, you do hear a... Hi, Tessa! Oh! Hi! From the the window of the (laughs) monastery. They are here. Okay. That's easier. Hi? Hello. Um, we're all good. But then, um, are, are the glaives one? Um, is going to go fight a noble demon, and that doesn't seem great, but I kind of feel like we're obligated now? It doesn't seem great, no. I'm thinking about it first. I mean, you could try. And then run? And then run. And Tissa looks at Penelope and Cobb. And then run? Yeah, that that sounds like... Uh, I like how Mr. Sod is thinking. <laughs> yes. It might come down <laughs> to that. That's Gideon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Although if you look up at the window, you do see Sod's little head poking up next to hers. You doing okay up there, Mr. Sod? 
he gives you a thumbs up. All right, we'll stay out of trouble. We'll uh, we'll be done with this soon. I think Sot and Gideon look at each other and shrug. <laughs> oh, come on, everybody. They're they're pulling away from us. Let's go. Mm. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to ask is that the party make uh, get their fast rolls. Catch up with our friend Theo. This is that role is going to be an adaptability tracking role. Okay. I don't know. It's not great for tracking while it's actively raining, but on the other hand, everything's real wet now, and there's probably pretty decent footprints. Yeah. What is the train like? Has it gotten into like thick forest yet, or is it still? The forests around Dunbarrow are lighter and sparser than the forests around where Penelope grew up. Uh, okay. So Penelope could take to the sky and probably be able to see Theo. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a daring riding. Go for it. Tissa gets two successes and one edge success. Beauty. And Cobb is going to say, point us in the right direction, Tissa, and then pick her up and piggyback run her to catch up with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope also gets two successes and an edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ambassador's impossible to miss from the air. I will allow this, Nick, but on the condition that Tissa is, like, grabbing Cobb with her knees mostly and, like, also using the spear as, like, an extra walking stick thing, like, as Cobb is running. That is that is fine. Cobb got three successes. I'm assuming dairy athletics? Yes. That's our big boy. Mm. All right. Just because I... Th- Thought it was cute as an image. It's extremely cute is the thing. I love so I love how Tissa uses the spear prehensily. Like even in episode one. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's established. I, it, it's true. I don't know. It, it feels more like to me like she's trying to row Cobb like he's some sort of big <laughs> anime boat. Row, row, row your cob. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Big anime boat. Gently to our death. Gently to our death. Speaking of which, Theo, are you doing anything in particular while you're following the ambassador, or are you just following the big lady? I'm following big lady with glaive and dog in tow. All right. The hounds have clearly caught the scent of something. They are running with purpose, and the ambassador is running with them. And, Theo, you're the first to see as she bursts into a clearing that her hounds have cornered what appears to be the Ash Duke himself. He's sitting just as he was when the party first met him. At ease, surrounded by blazing white hellhounds, he looks up at the ambassador and then over at you, Theo, and he smiles a little bit. Oh. You caught me at a really rough time, you know. I didn't even have time to prepare. And the ambassador, ever one for words, just immediately launches a javelin at him. Just immediately. (laughs) Mood. Theo just cups his hands around his mouth. Fuck him up! (laughs) (laughs) And this is uh, approximately the time the rest of the party appears. And the Ash Duke is quick. You have largely seen him at ease. Very laid back, or at least very good at pretending to be. But he moves with an astonishing speed when confronted with the deadly javelins of the ambassador. And smoke trails behind him. But there is, in his ember red eyes just the very slightest hint of panic and now we're starting a combat what are the words um, in this area the words here are storm green flame hidden dark and waiting there are two additional words here as well The word ruthless is here, and so is the word contagious. 
I'm taking a page out of Nick's book. Something weird's gonna happen if you use these words. Oh. <laughs> oh. You can't tell me that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be fine. Everything'll be fine. Everything'll be great. I think the first thing Cobb is going to do is ask Tissa politely to get down. Okay, okay Tissa, please. Mm. Mm, All right, yeah. we're we're there. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're squeezing you're squeezing my arrow wound. Oh, sorry. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So the first thing I'm going to ask the party to do is form this tactics pool, please. Adaptability tactics from everyone. I could do that. I don't know why I decided to use that voice when I said that, but I did. Were you not sure how many times you could do it? Tessa got one success. Two from Theo. Okay. Penelope got no successes. That tracks. <laughs> Cobb got three successes. Making up the difference. Sounds like we've got a pool of six if I'm doing my arithmetic correctly. Hmm. All right. Cobb might be injured, but as they say in the business, he is not left-handed. Hmm. So here's how this combat is going to work. Your primary opponent is the Ash Duke. However, the ambassador also gets her own turn. It is not considered an ally turn. It is her turn for her. All right. Do not get in her way. She does not have friendly fire. It is just fire. (laughs) It is literally fire. It is literally fire. It is literally fire. So, our goals in this combat. To advance Outlast, you can just leave. To advance Destroy, hurt the Ash Duke. To advance Redirect, convince the Ash Duke to go away. Nonviolently. And, with all that being said, what is everybody doing? I think Penelope is going to add to the pool. by casting a spell called Waiting Arrow. So I guess my thought is that it would help with Outlast by if either the Ash Duke or the Ambassador gets too close to the party, um, it will be not an arrow to hurt, but just to like kind of stun or dazzle and give us a chance to get some distance. Okay. So you're basically casting a spell that's going to kind of like set up a barrier. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to give you... I think I'm going to give you one for one on adding to the pool. Two. I'll add two to the pool. All right. So Penelope lands and jumps off Polly. She's actually going to send Polly away. Like, not far away, but get some distance. Because she's a, a... Could be targeted by either the Ash Duke or the Ambassador. And then when she kind of sends her, you know, to kind of keep a lookout further down. She takes her bow and kind of like plants it in the ground. And you see this glowing ring form around the party. It's like a ring of glowing arrows that shine in the ground for a moment. And then the glowing kind of stops. The barrier has been set. Love it. I'm gonna do some horrible magic. I'm gonna do something irresponsible. Uh, Cobb is going to add to the pool. All right, Theo, we'll back you up. Let's make sure to stay out of range of both the Ambassador and the Duke, and uh, watch out for the snakes. And Cobb is going to use adaptability tactics to try and get everybody in a good position. Okay. And Cobb rolls really well. Looks like three successes, one edge. Well, dang. Keep the edge success and you're going to be the target of things. Mm, Cobb's a little beat up at the moment, so we'll, we'll, we'll not keep it. Okay. He's a little more wary than he has been. Do you think that I could use adaptability spirits to say Tissa is watching all of the hunting hounds and looking out for the snakes and trying to react to what they do as a pool adding role? Or would you rather that be a sensitivity? No, I think since you're faced with them directly and you're trying to react to them in real time, adaptability is a good choice. Two successes. So we've got a pool of 13 and Theo hasn't acted yet. Yeah, so about that. After Cobb shouting to avoid getting too close, Theo immediately runs directly towards both of them (laughs) and breaks formation. 
That's beautiful. about what I thought, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna do horrible magic. Please do horrible magic. Theo, with Ira in tow, breaks from the group, gets very nearly in the thick of it to where he has a clear line of sight to the Duke, runs a hand along Ira's head, and takes a deep breath, and as he exhales, he breathes out white flame, and he is going to cast Ruthless Flame. (laughs) I do, unfortunately, I do need uh, one of your words. Oh, that's right. Um, I am actually going to cast Ruthless Freezing and still exhale the white flame as Theo is just like channeling all of the magic and ambient stuff around him pulling from his connection to Ira and the ambassador and is going to attempt to freeze the duke in place so that she can get him. So are you looking to advance the pool or are you looking to advance a track? Um, I'm looking to advance a track uh, specifically for Destroy by making him an easy target for the ambassador. Okay, I like that very much. The difficulty to destroy is eight. Actually, you're deliberately channeling the magic of the ambassador, which is a bold move. I, one, one could call it that. And I'm going to say that channeling the ambassador's magic allows you to trade HP for scatter. Oh, absolutely, in a heartbeat. So the difficulty is eight. You can spend any combination of gaining scatter and losing HP to get there. You can also spend from the pool if the party is fine with it. Uh, well, Cobb is fine with it. Cobb is back up right now. We have 13. Tissa is not feeling great about it, but Kathleen thinks this is good radio. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to pull four from the pool. Okay. I'm going to spend two scatter and two health. Okay. Describe to me exactly the effect that Ruthless Freezing has here on the day. Yeah, so after this, like, exhale of of white flame, this, like, cool fire, Theo kind of lunges forward and swings the glaive wide, and it just instantly freeze-dries everything in its path all the way along the ground and then just wraps up around his feet and begins to just freeze him solid in place. Ooh. Ooh, I like that very much. Well, Penelope watches Theo run and she kind of turns to the others and says, is this what it feels like when, is this how it is? When I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Every time. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> the first thing that happens on the demon's turn is the ambassador acts. And the ambassador takes advantage of what Theo has done to hurl one of her javelins right into the shoulder of the ash dude. He can move enough to keep it from piercing him through the chest, and it's hard to say whether noble demons even have the same anatomy as people, but either way, it goes all the way through, this shining, almost beam of light. It faintly glows in the dim light of the overcast forest. And I wouldn't say the Duke cries out, but there is a grunt of some implacable noble emotion. And we have advanced destroy. If she doesn't have anything better to do, the ambassador advances destroy. Okay. So does that mean we've advanced destroy twice? It does. Oh. The first thing the Duke is going to do is flight in embers. He snaps his fingers and the air comes alive with tiny little sparks. The difficulty to avoid this attack is four. Otherwise, everyone takes two damage and the Duke advances outlast himself. Aha. Is that four per each person or is it four for for the lot of us? It's four to avoid for the whole party. Everyone takes two damage if it lands. I'm cool with spending the four if everyone is. Yeah, we've got nine. We can spend four. All right. So he bursts free of the ice that's holding him down but the embers don't connect and he's not able to find an opening between the hunters. Um, so I think Penelope 
seeing the Duke break free of the ice, is going to try to channel what's left in the, the magic of the ice and cast Restoring Storm to kind of... It's his turn. Oh, I thought that was his <laughs> you, turn. You maniac. I thought that was his turn. Oh, no. No. No, encounters get to act a bunch. Remember, bud? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Besides, this is a noble demon. We are demigod plus territory here. Yeah. He has a couple more things he wants to do before oh, oh. before you get to do stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I don't like it when he does things. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Next thing the Duke is going to do is he extends his arm. One of the snakes slithers out from somewhere within his clothing and onto his palm where it dissolves. And you may remember the move Infect Atmosphere from Possessipi. The Duke is doing that. Costs three to avoid it, otherwise the horrible scatters thing is going to happen. Anyone who scatters will also take damage until next round. Kathleen thinks that we should let this one go off, take a magicless round, because, like, who knows how big the third attack could be. We could be getting, like, baited. Uh. I'm just thinking about the encounters that I've written for Heroic Chord for Noble Demons and, like, the ones that I've read the cat have done, and they have some big attacks. <laughs> Nick and Cobb agree because Cobb likes to solve things with, you know, like, his face more than his magic, so he's okay with that? Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm fine with it. All right, um... Just to let you guys know, because we've got a party of four, the Ash Duke does have four turns per round. Mm-hmm. One of those little ethereal smoke snakes appears near the party and is about to try to buy... We're going to say Penelope. Oh. Penelope will take two damage and become infested unless the party wants to spend two. What would it be? Does that mean that I would get... Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, that sounds bad. I'm cool with taking a magical round, but I... Yeah. Getting possessed was not my favorite. However, it did give me... It did give me uh, wicked, as it were. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm cool with spending two. Everyone is. Yeah, we just, we just went through, like, what? Five sessions stopping that, so let's not just do it immediately again. <laughs> yeah... Okay. Okay, Penelope got a bit again. We have to go back up the crying night wherever. No, but I've got I've got the cool cup. <laughs> the next thing the Duke is going to do, the party actually mathematically can't stop. Mm. So the Duke spreads his arms out and smoke begins to pour out of not only the javelin wound in his shoulder, but from his eyes and his mouth, the palms of his hands, and floods the area. And the difficulty to advance any goal is going to be increased by two until next round. Hmm. Okay, so with that, it's the party's turn. Oh, boy. Well, I, I know what Theo's doing. Mm-hmm. So, so Theo's going to do more magic. Theo's going to take damage for doing magic right now. Yeah, he sure is. Cool. Because, because <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, he's got baggage. He's got a lot to unpack right now. It's been a couple days for Theo. He's kind of working through some stuff. It's been a couple days for Theo. So Theo is going to put into the pool by casting Contagious Cleansing. (laughs) Okay. By using the word contagious, you will gain the infestation. Will gain the infestation? Yes. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Theo is going to reach into the cup of cleansing water from the river and is going to attempt to spread the droplets of water and suspend them in like a huge mist through the entire area to fortify everyone else. And as you push bits of yourself out into the atmosphere, you can feel the burning of that dissolved snake just preying on the pieces of yourself that are pushed out of you 
and your whole existence is singed around the edges as you do this. And how much damage are you willing to take? And what do you want to put in the pool? So one damage for each point put into the pool? One damage for each scatter and one scatter for each point put in the pool. I'm going to put three. Okay, brings the party to six. A question for you, Kat. Is using the assist pool considered magic? That depends. Are you casting an assist cord or are you using an assist ability? I'm using an assist ability because I do have Gale, which allows Cobb to try and do something about the smoke. Okay. So this is just going to be adding to the pool. Sounds good to me. So I guess then the question is, how do you want to do this, Kat? Because Gale costs two out of the assist pool. Do we say that it is just the two from the assist pool or does Cobb make a roll as well? You know what? Sell me on a roll. If you don't have a better solution, adaptability tactics. All right. That sounds good. Okay. We're going to go with two, but I think we're also going to add this adaptability tactics roll to the pool as well. Cobb draws his sword and sort of like points at the uh, points at the cloud and just says, and, and then Nick loses what words are. Uh, so Cobb is just going to do this because Nick can't think right now. That's fine. So Nick is going to roll and let his brain come back to him. And that was three successes and one edge success. That was a pretty good roll for Cobb. Cobb wishes that he could have said something very uh, poignant and inspiring, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Cobb will have to come back and do that maybe later. Maybe not. Whatever it was that Cobb said, the storm heard him, and that's the important thing. Yeah, that's exactly. And here's the thing. The storm doesn't need your words to make sense. Yeah, no, its other best friend is uh, not known for that. (laughs) That's absolutely true. So you said three successes and one edge success, right? Yes. What's a good edge success bargain here? Hmm. I'm going to buff up the difficulty for Cobb to avoid the Duke's attacks next round. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. So four plus two, we're adding another six. We're bringing the pool up to 12. I've been racking my brain this entire time to try to figure out what Tissa's going to do. Everything about this to her screams bad idea. Yeah, that's valid. So maybe she's going to add to the pool with understanding spirits to try to see if she can't just continue to put together how not to get horribly murdered or horribly collateral damaged. Okay, all right. I dig it. She's very tenuous, maybe even uncharacteristically so, because when it gets time to, like, fight or, like, the stuff is going down, Tissa generally, like, commits pretty hard. That's true. And that looks like two successes. Two successes brings you up to 15. Tissa is watching the fight of these two titans. And Tissa is struck with a sudden feeling that something awful is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves Penelope. Penelope is also going to add to the pool. Using a daring athletics role. Okay. To try to maneuver into the best position. Like, a flanking position, I guess? So that the Duke is more surrounded. That makes sense? Okay, so you're going to run right up and surround the Duke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I dig it. All right. Um... That's not ominous or anything. Nope. How'd you do, buddy? Sounds like really good. No. (laughs) Three edge successes and one success. Excellent. I mean, this sounds like a pretty edge success idea. Yeah. Keeping the edge successes will put you in contact with the Duke, and I think you and I both know what that means. Ooh. Yeah, I don't... It will also, however, drive the pool all the way up to 19. You know what? Okay. The pool's going up to 19. It's going to happen. So the party is gone. It's the demon's turn. The first thing the ambassador does is turn to Theo and launch a javelin at him. Yeah, that that tracks. So the difficulty to avoid this is going to be six. You do want to avoid it, though. Yeah, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to deal 10 damage. Yeah, let's spend the six. Uh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. 
All right. That's about what I figured. Okay. And now you have seen the dynamic of this combat. I I see. Duke time. I think the first thing he is going to do is he's going to attempt flight in embers again. So he is going to fill the air with sparks and try to break free. That is four to avoid. Well, we have 13. How far does he get? Does he like break completely away? He advances outlast. If he advances outlast all the way, then yes, he does. I mean, I'm cool with one advancement of outlast, actually. I am as well. And two damage for everyone? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Kat, the numbers are such that most of these are feeling like hard choices for me. Good job. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, I'm so torn. What is everyone's health at right now? Tessa hasn't taken any damage yet. I think Cobb is at six. So this is actually a question I have because in between everyone doing things, I have been frantically reading through the rule book. How does health work? You have 10 of it. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. You know what? Let's spend the four. We have 13. Yeah, okay. Mm, The next thing the Duke is going to attempt to do is... He is going to turn back to Penelope. And Penelope, you can feel something in you beginning to solidify. He is casting Lingering Poison. It is two to avoid. Otherwise, an infested target can't act next round. Well, that one we definitely need to spend on. Yes, okay. That's major opportunity cost. Okay, so that brings the party to seven. We're going to use the Duke's big one, which is I am as smoke. And he just kind of vanishes into a human-shaped blur of smoke. It is six to avoid, which would bring you to one, which would be ghastly. But all the difficulty to advance any goal will double until next round. Wow. Okay, so tactics talk. Oh, man. We can let this go off and spin our wheels next round, work on, like, getting rid of the cleansing. So here's... Can I here. something here? Mm-hmm. Mm. The ambassador will spend her turn advancing destroy as long as she has no infested targets to pick off. Both Theo and Penelope are infested right now. And so I have access to the word wicked. No. Oh. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes? Sure. Okay. Actually, yes. I'm going to allow it, but it's horrible. I don't necessarily know which way I, I fall on this decision exactly, but I do want to just kind of get some things out. So mm-hmm. that is, if we spend to stop this, I we won't have anything to spend to keep me from dying uh, if the ambassador attacks Theo again, or Penelope for that matter. Yeah. Because we won't have anything left in the pool. But that said, Theo can potentially attempt to negotiate her to direct her attack at him as long as he is present. Mm -hmm. Because if he's gone, then there really isn't anything else for her to attack other than me me or Penelope. Like, I don't really know (laughs) what the call is. It seems bad whichever way you split it. My thought is we let this go off, we make sure that he doesn't infect the atmosphere, and then if you're cool with it, we use a cord with cleansing. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Because perfect cleansing plus something else sounds like a good base of a spell to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm down for this line of thinking. Perfect cleansing storm or something like that. Oh, I like that collection of words. That's very good. Yeah. Those are some good words. So it sounds like we're letting him let it go off. Yeah. I think he is evaporating into smoke. He is still present. And you can see a smoked outline of a person. But he is just ephemeral right now. Okay. 
actually, I have another question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already infected, so using the word contagious can't infect me further, correct? That is correct. Okay, because I, I have an <laughs> idea. Can I cast a spell called Contagious Heart? In which... Doesn't uh, he get another thing first? He gets another thing Oh, I thought he already first. did three. He gets four. You gotta stop his stepping on the duke. He's gonna start bullying you. He gets four, because there's four of us. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. He is just going to attempt to infest one of the hounds. It's gonna be three to avoid. So, I mean, man, it's kind of hard to conceptualize exactly how that's gonna affect us. Yeah, if you guys want to spend it, we can. I guess it's just a wasted opportunity for destroy to advance because the ambassador is going to kill it. Yeah, that was kind of that was my thought. Is it it adds targets to the pool to pull for, away from me or Penelope? That's fair. That's a good way to think of it too. Okay, so the plan is we are going to be taking a pool building turn. Okay. So I believe it's the party's turn now, am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Penelope does have a plan. Horrible. Uh, Hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so she is going to use Contagious Heart to add to the pool because not, I mean, he has a thread connected to her. So she's like, you know what? I can tug on this thread too. Thus making it harder for him to like try to disappear from us. Keeps the connection. And uh, add to the pool. Okay. So what are you looking to spend on that? Let's do three. Okay. So let's bring the pool up to ten. I think Tissa has stopped waiting on the sidelines, seeing the spear and like feeling just like seasick rush of demonic energies everywhere, runs up to Theo and says, okay, we're gonna try again. If you are still down, Dylan, for doing Perfect Cleansing Storm. Yes, absolutely. All right. So my first question is, what do we want Perfect Cleansing Storm to do? I would at least like to uninfest Theo and Penelope, mm-hmm. and maybe the Hound. Yeah, okay. I, I like I would like a lingering effect, but I think that's probably beyond my budget right now. I'm gonna ask for six scatter for a spell that's gonna cleanse three targets. Okay, but four for just the two humans. Yeah, and don't forget that this is a cord, so you're sharing the cost. So this is where I have a question for the king. Yeah, okay. I can over scatter. <laughs> I was wondering what ability you took. So how far can I stretch my luck with that one? Honestly, we've never we've never put a ceiling on it. If this is an overscatter spell though, it's gonna it can be huge. Oh, it's gonna be huge. Like it's gotta be huge, but it will take you out of the run. Uh, only only for a single round. Only for a single round? Because I can get my scatter back. Yes. <laughs> I've just done some mathematics and I know what Dylan is thinking. Because it says that it doesn't actually go above 10. It's treated as going to 10. It goes to 10. Yes. So I can go back to eight literally next round <laughs> because of Ira. Oh, because um, you've got the Arcanists, you don't pass out, you instead like... Iron Will, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the math. That's the math I was doing. I love this. How do you feel about tacking on an advance to destroy for an additional pen? Push that fucking envelope, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so a spell that costs 16 that is going to cleanse three targets and advance destroy once. So is going to mark one scatter in the assist pool. How much of it is... Do we have specific rules? Like, Tissa doesn't have to scatter, like, particularly much, especially if Theo is overscattering. You don't have to share equally. But I kind of feel like Tissa ought to scatter some. Spend as much as you feel like. Theo is going to just, like, open himself up from the inside out and let every bit of himself out. I feel like I would not be true to the setting if I didn't scatter at least three on this. 
So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'll take everything else. Yeah, so Tissa runs up to Theo and says, let's try this again. And channels the light of the stars and the machinations of fate into Theo, who opens himself up completely. And I think that the rain slows down like it did around the Lady of the River's origin. And what's it look like from Theo's perspective? For Theo, as the water begins to slow, his eyes go completely white as white flames begin to grow across his body as every bit he has to spend just gets thrown on the fire as fuel. And he just turns into a battery for this spell and just releases every little bit that he has to spread this cleansing power through the entire area by channeling the the water given to him by the Lady of the River's Origin. That's all extremely gorgeous, and I love it a great deal. So what happens to the Duke? Because he's taking a point of destroy here. Well, he's all spread out and ethereal right now, and there is a ton of magic in the air, and, like, it is raining what must be something that is deeply unpleasant for him, something that washes away his essence. I dig that. I'm not sure if this is just something that happens on the prairies, but like the first big rain after a dry spring, there's just like cakes of yellow in the gutters from pollen that's been knocked out of the air. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the impression I'm getting is like the particulate matter that is the Duke is just being battered by this ethereal cleansing rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Penelope feels great. The hound feels great. Yo, well, Theo's got more pressing concerns. Theo collapses onto his glaive and is like barely staying upright. Under his breath, barely keeping himself up, leaning against the glaive, Theo glares at the smoky mass of the Duke and just hoarsely says, I hope it fucking hurts. That's our Theo. <laughs> That's our Theo. <laughs> we love it. Uh, I think Cobb is also going to advance the pool. Cobb is going to uh, actually use his solidarity key and daring athletics to kind of basically run up and try and get Tissa and Theo kind of away from the blast zone, as it were, when the Duke recoagulates. Okay. Give me a roll, please. Well, despite, I, despite the fact that I rolled a ton of dice, I only got three successes, but... All right. Brings the party up to 13. And hopefully 13 will be enough to uh, not get horribly murdered by the Duke this time. Hopefully. First thing that happens is the ambassador does not have any targets, so she chooses the Duke. And he can try to hide from her in smoke, but... The javelin sears through the smoke like a ray of light through the clouds, causing it to just spread out. And there's a smell of burning that makes its way out into the clearing, like treated wood lit on fire, sour and unpleasant. Now it is time for the Duke's many turns. He is going to start by trying to infest Cobb. He's going to reach, he recoagulates. Duke reappears. He is no longer made of smoke for now. And he's going to reach out and try to touch Cobb. It is two to avoid that. Yeah, we've got yeah let's avoid that. Yeah, plus. Yeah. Two is a lot cheaper than six anyway. Two is a lot cheaper than six. Yeah, Cobb picks up the pace and uh, yoinks Tissa and feel a little bit harder and says, nope, nope, we're not doing that. Come on, let's get out of here, everybody. Like slaps the Duke's metaphorical hand away with one of the swords, maybe. I was like, no. (laughs) No. That's a bad Duke. We don't do that. He is going to first 
pour smoke out into the clearing again. He's attempting to use smoke screen. Difficulty is four to avoid it. It's going to ratchet up the difficulty of advancing a point. We've advanced destroy four times, right? That's correct. Okay. It increases it by two, right? Yep. I think we can let it go off. Yeah. Two is kind of chum change with how quickly we're building the pool. Okay. Next thing we're going to do is one of the Duke's snakes is going to attempt to bite Tissa. It is two to avoid. Otherwise, infestation and two damage. Let's avoid it. All right. So as Cobb is ushering Tissa and Theo away, very quickly whisks them just in time. Can we say that Ira catches it? Because she's yes. say that. And she's I definitely that. following uh, Theo, despite yes. his barely being lucid. Good girl, best friend. Good girl, best friend. Um, we're going to try flight and embers again. He is going to fill the air with burning pinpricks of light and try to advance outlast. Everyone will take two damage if he does this. I just like the narrative image of, like, this one getting off this time. Like, it's bigger and fierier than ever because he's desperate. Also, we're, like, closer and closer to stomping him out. Like, at this point, choosing to let him get a shot off so that we can make it worse later, I'm good with that. I'm, okay. I'm ready to pay him back double. And, like, we have this slow, ethereal rain mixed with real rain mixed with fiery rain. And it is just this kaleidoscopic image in my mind. Okay. So everybody does take two damage from the embers. And the Duke pulls away. The Duke manages to break toward a weak point in the Hound's formation. However, it's the party's turn. Party has got nine in the pool. Theo is just going to hoarsely call out to Ira to regain some scatter. Okay. That's a good idea. Uh, What is the difficulty again to um, destroy? Difficulty to destroy this round is 10. I want to do another big chord. Okay. I'm I'm all here for that. (laughs) But I don't have anything to do this round. Yeah, that's okay. Tissa wants to do Searing Flame, and anyone who wants to join should join. I love Searing Flame. Um, what do I Searing Flame? I have Arrow. Would that work? That is the Penelope signature. It's the Penelope signature spell piece. Everything is Arrow. To be fair, Searing Flame Arrow does kick ass is the thing. Uh-huh. A giant fiery arrow. <laughs> like, you know when fire is so hot, it's like white hot? Yeah. Yeah. I like that very much. Uh, I'm looking at Cobb's spell pieces. Oh, no, actually, that's right. He has a sword. Uh, he, he can give true. True Ooh. searing flame Flame arrow. <laughs> that's... Yes. Yo, that's... That's dope. That's extremely good is the thing. <laughs> I like that very, very much. I have in my brain this very, like, cartoon image of, like, us putting all of our weapons together to make one mega weapon that, like, <laughs> makes this... This is some Get some out. JRPG bullshit, and I'm here for it. <laughs> the camera definitely, like, has some sort of fast movement whooshing past us as we, like channel this spell somehow. Well, like, it, it goes to the, the black void where reused footage lives, and everyone <laughs> does their cool signature thing and combines their cool weapons a la Power mm-hmm. Rangers, and then does a cool attack, and we just ignore the fact that it definitely exists in a black void so they can reuse the same footage every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of our best attacks live in the stock footage dimension. <laughs> Okay, so the difficulty to advance destroy right now is 10. Which means if you are not using anything from the pool, I'm going to need 10 scatter in some combination of the three of you. 
Cobb is still pretty much like has that no scatter, so he can offer he can offer a bit. How many more points of destroy do we need? One. To to destroy him? I mean fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh okay. This is the last one on the track. We will have ended the encounter. Yes. Okay. So I say we take uh, some from the pool, maybe leave some in the pool for surprises. Um, Penelope can spend like four. Like I said, Cobb is like at zero, so Cobb can spend a bunch. Yeah. How about four for the pool and two from everybody? Aces. That works. That kicks us down to five. Okay. Everybody, please tell me about true searing flame arrow. I, w- I must say this is the most sensical spell that the three of you have constructed. <laughs> I know, it's kind of boring, right? Theo sheds a <laughs> tear of pride. These are three words that, that do something concrete when you put them together, which is, you didn't have to sell me on this one. Like, this actually sounds like a spell you'd find, you know, in any old, like, tabletop RPG or just RPG in general. <laughs> it's not metaphorical at all. <laughs> Which is, like, way different than what Tissa normally does. This is absolutely true. <laughs> Look, sometimes the problem is indeed a nail and you just need a hammer. Or, I guess in this case, uh, a true flaming searing arrow. Yeah. I think maybe it starts, if I may. Tissa, maybe Penelope kind of looks at you. And we actually, like, share a moment where we'll, and she, like, lifts up her bow and you, like... You know exactly what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. This is a moment where we're like, hey, look, you know what? We got this. And then we look over at Cobb and he's like, you know what? I know exactly what you're thinking and puts his hand on the sword. And I, if you guys are okay with that, I think that's how it starts. Yeah. I like that. I think it absolutely ends with Cobb pointing the Dow at the Duke and just saying, right between the eyes, Penelope. And the arrow, like shoots straight not the way that arrows travel like and this like searing trail of white fire erupts from behind it as it cuts through the air right into the ash duke and we see this mixture of his oily black smoke and this white fire of starlight and the ambassador's white fire creeping out from inside of him. And just for a second, the Ash Duke falls to his knees. He is clutching at the place where the arrow tore through and inside, you can see inside and it is nothingness. It is hollow. And he grasps at the ground and as he is about to stand, he is pierced a second time by the lance of the ambassador. And there is a final dissolving. Not into smoke, not into embers, but into nothingness, into the void. And there is a sound like tearing that echoes at a deafening volume throughout the area. Nature not knowing what to do with the death of a noble demon. Sounds like distant thunder, and the ambassador pays it no heed. She opens her mouth, and a shrill whistle comes out, and her hounds bound off into the forest, and she follows them. And I do believe, I do believe it's memory time. I have two. You always have two. Yeah, but I have so many memories that I share with friends. That's why I love this game. I love Theo rushing in right off the bat, just like, boom. It was really good. Oh, I actually really like when Theo's like, I hope it hurts. That was also really good. <laughs> mm. I love our mm. giant 
anime spell at the end. That felt really satisfying. It pleased me a lot. We did just kill a noble demon, which I didn't even think was going to be fully on the cards. That's the first time we've done that. Well, we had we had a lot of help. We had a lot of help. Yeah. I just enjoyed being able to play the um, worst parts of Theo to contrast the best parts of him. That was fun. Yeah. Well, and I appreciated you pulling out all of the stops that you could mechanically. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted the most I could possibly get out of this, so. I really actually like that um, interaction between um, what's what's it called? The like tough as nails survival trait. Iron will. Iron yeah. will and overscatter. I really like that interplay, actually. I've been staring at that for a minute. Overscatter is just so satisfying to get to do. Oh, man. Yeah. There's something so satisfying about being able to like especially for it being a chord too that was extra sweet mm-hmm. to just be in a situation like how much scatter do you want to spend i've got i've got all you want yeah 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 for sure that encounter was really cool we got to see a ton of the mechanics in fact we got to see almost all of them like we got to see cool stuff like cob used assist pool we got overscatter we had a few chords that was just a really good encounter in general. Well done, Kat. I'm so glad. I want to cord more. Penelope is selfish and keeps all her words to herself. I want to Penelope, cord Penelope more. just wants to keep using arrow. <laughs> 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 she just got like arrow written like in every spot. Arrow, arrow. <laughs> it's not that she can't think of anything to cord. It's just everyone else is like, no, not arrow again. No. But Told you. Stop it. No, Haunted Arrow is not. <laughs> what about Wicked Arrow? What about <laughs> Contagious Arrow? It has poison on it. Uh. Hideous. Hideous. All right. So thank you all for playing with me. That was a good time. I'm glad this session went as well as it did. Me too. It was lovely. Thank you for being part of our part of our game too, listener. We're glad to have you listening. I'm really glad that I didn't have to murder anybody. That's my memory. Mm-hmm. We were warned beforehand. Or not warned, that's not the right <laughs> word, but like we were reminded. Warned. <laughs> we were reminded of uh We were threatened. Uh, HQ yeah. works. <laughs> it was a threat, yes. Mm. But so, listener, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs or on our website, sortofsymphonies.com. You can also check out the BK Roll Dice Network Discord, where we hang out and... I mean, I don't want to say shitpost, but... We have substantive discussions about GURPS. We have substantive discussions about GURPS. And where does a person look to find Dylan's? Uh, you you can find Dylan on Twitter at lasers with a Z underscore forever, where I uh, tweet about very strong opinions I have about anime streaming websites UI. Yeah, that did happen. That's my brand. You can also check out um, updates and news about my actual play stuff on at tftt underscore presents on Twitter as well. Beautiful. Everything's wonderful. We've said our piece. So join us next time, listener. Take care. Bye, everybody. We love Bye. you lots. Thank you. Bye. Be gay. Roll Dice! An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. What does a barbarian war criminal, an undead cultist, a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed all have in common? 
Well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2E podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables.